welcome back everybody hello and welcome back welcome back to traveling eggs in the new decade in the new 20s the 2020s how exciting happy new year <laughs> you also <laughs> noticed why we now had a 20s yes but so right. for anyone else who doesn't know the reason there were so many 2020 parties is because of the roaring 20s the as well. new 20s yeah. so Anyway, now that that's out of the way, we hope that you had a good New Year's Eve. You had some good, I don't know, fireworks if you like them. Um, a good celebration. You had some good food and some good holidays if you celebrated. If not, hope you just had some good time off. Some good chill time. Exactly. So for the new year, we just keep telling you amazing travel stories. And we start with a wintry little com- collection of getaways, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, well, technically I actually go away in the spring, but it is oh, in yeah. the mountains. Um, so I guess there is a wintry vibe there. I mean, there's a lot of snow, isn't there? There is a lot of snow, yeah. yeah that's good. Until it starts to melt in, like, April. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, right. um, this week, uh, we're going to be talking a bit about some of my experiences on my annual, uh, snow sports holidays that I go on with my family. Literally. Um, which I don't have any experience in, so it's going to be interesting for me to hear so, do you want to tell us about the egg dish first? Okay, so the egg dish is from Austria, because this is one of the places that I've been skiing. Um, right. And snowboarding as well, I think. Yeah. Um, so, the egg dish that we have for this week is called <laughs> Austrian Egg Spatzel. Spatzle. Spatzle. <laughs> um, and so, basically, just to explain a bit about what this is, um, so... All the ingredients you need is flour, three eggs, milk, sour cream, and olive oil. And basically what you do is um, combine the flour, the milk, the sour cream, the olive oil, and one of the eggs. Um, You basically um, mix it all up together and it makes a kind of dough, which you then... um, A kind of dough. Well, a kind of dough, like not like a bread dough, but like just a type of dough. Kind of like a pasta dough. Yeah, kind of. Basically, yeah. And because, well, actually, yeah, because then what you do is you push it through a... Spatzler sieve, <laughs> um, and then you drop it into boiling water, and then when it rises up um, into the water, that means that it's done. Oh my god, it's literally so so good. We also have it in I've Germany. I've never had it. It is so good. You can have it with cheese, and it's literally like an upgraded mer- version yeah, of mac and cheese. If you and add it cheese, is, yeah. Oh my god, it's literally so good. It's a le- it kind of like a very like rich type of pasta. It's mm. very good. I should make it for you sometime. A breakfast pasta. Ooh, well, could yeah. you have it for breakfast? Yeah, I yeah. mean, of course. Like, have pasta for breakfast, yeah. Yeah. Let's make that. Let's. So, yeah. Now, um, do you want to give us some context? Yes, I haven't finished the recipe. Oh, have and, you not? <laughs> and I'm then, sorry. So, anyway, once the food um, rises up in the boiling water, then you use one of the slotted spoons to take it out, which drains the liquid. Um, and then you rinse it in cold water. Um, and then with the last two eggs, um, which you won't have used yet... Then um, you whisk them up um, with some salt and cream and then fry it in hot butter and then stir it and add it into the spatzler. And then there you have your meal prepared. <laughs> right. Again, very good. And yes. we should make it. Now, do you want to give us some context for this week so that we get a bit of an understanding why there are recurring stories, multiple stories? Yes. Okay, so we do have quite a few stories from different um, uh, skiing and snowboarding events and accidents that have happened um because every year as i said i go on a holiday with my family um to either go skiing or snowboarding i used to go skiing every year in austria 
Um, and then we stopped for a couple of years and then we started back up again and went to Italy skiing. Um, so I've been to Austria and Italy and then like back to Austria, back to Italy. So we kind of go back and forth. And I took up snowboarding a few years ago because I thought it looked really cool. And apparently it's quite easy to pick up. So I was like, yeah, why not? And it was quite easy to pick up. Right. Um, so I'm doing it again this year. Right. Since when have you been going? Um, so the first time I went, I think I was around like six. Oh wow. Like quite young, which oh. is quite good because then if you start skiing young, Literally. then it obviously means that you are very good by the time you, you, you've grown up a bit more. That's true. Um, Do you have the specific cities you went to? Like all the ones? I have, have the specific... resorts. Oh. I can't remember the cities, but I remember the resorts. So in Austria, we used to go to a resort called Obergurgel. <laughs> And then you can also, there's another resort next to it called Hock Gurgle, which you can get a, you can get a, um, uh, a bubble lift over to the other side of the what mountain. What is a bubble lift? It's like a massive, like bubble shaped lift where you sit inside it. Like a, like a, like It's a shaped ball? like a bubble. Oh. Yeah. Kind of um, like a, like a, like a ferret, like the London Eye, like the. Kind of, but smaller. Oh. Like the, the things are smaller. Oh. Yeah. But nice. that's, it's normally for like long skiing journeys that you need to go on then you'll get a lift that's like that mm. um so yeah so we went to hot gurgle obergurgle um the other one i went to in austria was called kitzball and then in italy the one that we normally go to is chavinia oh that sounds very nice yeah amazing yeah i'm not a skiing person so this is gonna be quite interesting for me but it sounds quite nice so yeah i love that you have literally had so many accidents Honestly, oh my god yeah for someone who doesn't go skiing that <laughs> Just saying it doesn't make it sound very attractive. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really fun. It is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it is a load of fun. Especially because I'm not the... I'm quite clumsy when it comes to sports. So I feel like whereas you end up being actually fine, I would probably literally die yeah. and break my neck. I feel like with me, because it's happened so much, and also because I just like to take the piss out of myself a bit anyway, then whenever it happens to me, I'm like, well, fuck's sake, this is my life. <laughs> and that's kind fair. of it. And then you move on. But at least nothing actually, like, there was nothing super bad that happened to you that... Yeah, I know, not, like... to, not to me. Well, yeah. <laughs> but oh, yeah. to someone else, which fair enough. will come up. So, right, this time it's actually getting physical. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Sorry, I mean, get like, physical. This, physical. This week they're actually like accidents. Yes. Oh, accidents. Accidents. Oh my so god. So some of these are accidents. Some of these are just like incidents that I've been involved in, or like me and my brother was involved in this particular incident, which will come up. But yeah, a few of these mainly are to do with like actual physical accidents on the slopes. Right. Has every that's fam- my luck. <laughs> Sorry. Has any every family member of you been involved in some kind of accident? No. Okay. So I have. Yeah. My dad has. Mm-hmm. My mum hasn't. Ooh, okay. I don't think Callum has. One of your brothers. Yeah, one of my brothers, Callum, I don't think. The other brother, Nat, has been involved in a few with me. Callum was sort of linked to one of the things that happened to me, which I'll tell you about. It wasn't an accident. It was just something that happened while we were skiing away, which you will find out. You caused it. You just told, I didn't. You pulled everyone else no, into the No, I didn't. I didn't cause it. We don't know who caused it. Um... So right. that's something we'll never know. Now, whenever you say accidents, I always think of it as like egg in my head. Anyway, do you want to tell <laughs> us about... Everything is linked to eggs. Literally. Do you want to start telling us now about the accidents? Okay. So one of the first accidents that happened to me was when I was skiing <laughs> with my family in Austria many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was around six or seven no like six or seven or eight or something like that quite young 
Um, and basically, when you ski down at the end of the day, you have to ski down to a certain section um, of the slopes where you can then carry on straight past the hotels, and then you can stop there and then take off your skis and then walk to your hotel. Or you can just ski like straight into the hotel, yeah, into or, the main lobby. Like <laughs> yeah, or ski. Honestly, some of them are so close to the slopes that you probably could. Like, Not that. Some of the ones in Italy. I think the hotel we stayed in in Italy um, had. A section like that where honestly you probably could just ski like, straight into the boot right room. into the elevator and be like yep. woo um <laughs> but no this wasn't like that so we would um ski past uh this section where everyone would go to then stop and take off all their skis and walk to the hotels um and then as we were going down mm-hmm. there's uh, a certain part where you just need to turn onto the main end of the slope um and on this part there was a hill like a mm-hmm. snow hill where people would go up and ski onto it just because it's different to the normal slope so I decided to ski up onto it and try and just you know be a bit different because well because everyone (laughs) was yeah exactly um so I skied up onto this really high bit of slope Mm. and I was like slightly above everyone else who was skiing next to me but then I suddenly got like super anxious that I was going to fall off or that I was going too fast. So <laughs> instead of trying to stop myself, I pushed myself off the slope, <gasps> basically into what was I kind of think of as like oncoming skiing traffic. Oh my so God. basically I pushed myself off the slope with my pole, fell down into the incoming skiing traffic. Oh my God. And I actually fell into my dad, who had his pole out, <gasps> and his... <laughs> oh, no! Oh, my God! And his pole hit me really hard in the mouth. Oh, God! Um, oh. And I was knocked out, <laughs> like, <laughs> unconscious. Oh, my God! I didn't even know yeah, that! Yeah, and so my dad... Um, oh. So while I was, like, unconscious, um, my dad had to basically, like, carry me. Oh, my God! So he was skiing, oh, carrying me. For? Like... I would say maybe around like 10 minutes oh, or something. My like he knocked me, well no sorry, he didn't. I knocked myself unconscious yeah. by falling onto him. It was not his fault. Um and um right. yeah, so he had to carry me um down the rest of the slope while he was skiing and we stopped off at this cafe which is halfway down the slope which we always eat at. So we stopped off there. I woke up <laughs> and um I woke up with a massively swollen lip because obviously his pole had basically like hit me in the mouth, like right on my lip. So I had a yeah. massive like swollen, blistered lip. Um, and then because I didn't remember anything, like I was literally like, oh yeah, like I just obvious. I was like to my family, yeah, haha, I just fell off the slope. And they were like, <laughs> no, you literally fell onto your dad's pole and it knocked you unconscious. Was there any blood? Yeah, there was a lot of blood that came from my mouth. Okay. Yeah, well, and and like I think I still was had a, had to like hold a tissue against my mouth when I woke up because it was still bleeding. Oh. Um, so yeah, that was that's like one of my first memories oh. of a skiing accident that happened to me. Your poor dad. He I must know. Have been terrified, literally knocking his kid unconscious. I know, but to be fair, it wasn't his fault, and no, I felt yeah, really yeah. bad because obviously it wasn't his fault that I fell down onto his pole, which yeah. Oh, God. Um, so, so that's the first, and probably not even, considering the rest of the things that happened to me on different skiing trips, I feel like that wasn't that major You know, like, a crisis. Being, being knocked unconscious, nothing major. Nothing, nothing big, major. Nothing, you know. I will now talk about something that happened to me in the resort. So this was a, the one that I've just talked about was Obergurgel, okay. which is the resort that we used to go to all the time in Austria. Right. 
The next one I'm going to talk about is about the resort Hock Gurgle. Okay, is this going to be chronically? This isn't chronicle because I can't remember the exact order of everything. But this happened a few years later. Mm -hmm. So we were still in Austria, staying at Obergurgle. But as I said, you can get a bubble lift which takes you to the next resort along, which is Hock Gurgle. Right. So this is where the next thing takes place, which was a massive incident that has been like drilled into all of our memories because it was so horrific. Your fault? No. Okay. No. No, okay. I don't think anyone's fault, really. Um, okay. <laughs> which is, sounds weird, but you'll see what I mean. Okay. So, happened what to happened. you? Happened to me. Okay. Something similar happened to uh, a couple of the other members of my family, but mine was, I think mine was the worst. Okay. Um, so... Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, so... Broken eggs. Broken... <laughs> Cracked up Broken eggs. eggs. Cracked, fried, scrambled... The first time you were just bin. like, you had like a little, my, like teeny tiny crack. A little crack. And like this time you literally like split open. This like, time, <laughs> yes. And even so, I don't even know if I'd say that this was the worst thing, but it was definitely one of the worst things that happened. I love that. Okay. Again, you're really attracting <laughs> me to skiing. Like I do actually love it. This was nothing to do with skiing itself. Okay. This was more to do with me. Okay. Not the actual skiing. You were just the problem of everything, yeah. honestly, as always. <laughs> so we, right. so yeah, so we went across to Hock Gurgle. How old were you? I, I think at this point I was quite young. I would say maybe like 12, 13, okay. something like 11 to 13, something, okay. some, something within that age range. And so we had slightly like just split up um, to go skiing in different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, I had stuck with my mom mm-hmm. and me and my mom quite liked to go for some extra, like, coffees and things throughout the day. Like, if it's just us together. You're not as, like, high to oh, no. be like, oh, we no. need to ski as no, much as possible. No, I love to ski as much as possible, but I also like oh, okay. to, like, chill for a bit and okay. then, like, kind of, you know, take in what we've done so far and plan what we're going to do next. Okay. I do love to get as much skiing in as possible. I hate it when people don't ski that much when they literally come on holiday to ski. Okay. You know what I mean? How exhausting is it, actually? It's quite tiring, um, especially because when we go, we literally go from when the lifts open to when they shut. So that's from about 9am till 4pm. Oh, wow. Which is quite a long time to be constantly skiing or yeah. snowboarding. Like like I said, I don't really have that experience. Is it like, like, ty- like is it it's exhausting tiring. to do it One of itself? the tiring things, yeah, to actually do it, no, not really, unless you're, uh, sometimes it hurts your thighs a bit because you need your thigh mm. muscles obviously for steering your legs on the skis and everything. Yeah. So that's the most tiring bit. Um, but also I think the fact that you wake up quite early if you want to get the first mm-hmm. lifts um, means enough. that you're up quite a lot doing something active for the whole day. So then okay. by the end of the evening, you're kind of like... But it's not as like tiring as, say, like jogging the no, whole time. No, oh my God, no, no, no. I wouldn't, okay. no, I wouldn't say so. Also, skiing's okay. more fun. Yeah. No, I just <laughs> so, mean like in the way of like exhausting. It's yeah, not no, as it's, bad it's, as, not, like, it's not like that, no. Because imagine jogging from You like, don't go like before. out of breath or anything like okay. that. Um, so it's not like running a massive marathon for no, like eight, no, nine hours. No, Okay. Because also lots of it, lots of the work is done by gravity as well, you know, <laughs> when you think yeah. about it. Um, Fair enough. Let's talk about gravity. Let's, no, let's talk about <laughs> what happened to me. Go on. Um, so, yeah, so we had split up, like, just to go skiing in different directions. I stuck with my mum, and we decided to just quickly go for a coffee, or, like, mm-hmm. a tea, at this really amazing uh, glass restaurant at the top of the mountain. Um, so we went up there, me and my mum together, and this was, like, right at the... This was, like, I think maybe the highest... One of the highest points in the mountain, mm-hmm. or at the next resort along. Um, so it was very high up. Um, the only way down is skiing yeah. um, or snowboarding, however you're, whatever activity you're doing. <laughs> um, 
so me and my mum went up there, had like some hot drinks, and I started to suddenly feel really tired. So I was like lying, like just had my head laid on the table on my hands, um, and I just felt really exhausted for some reason. And then, like, the waitress came along and, like, just looked at me and was like, oh, are you okay? And I was like, mm, although I wasn't really. I felt oh. really tired and I just didn't want to move. And my mum was fine. Like, she, mm. she was just kind of like, oh, like, you're obviously just quite tired. Mm-hmm. But then I started feeling not just tired, but also really drained and a bit nauseous. But it wasn't just the difference in pressure. No, because this has never happened height. before. This was the only time this has ever happened. Mm. Um, so no, it was nothing to do with like the difference in pressure, we don't think. Mm. So what happened was, so I was feeling not that well. Yeah. Um, so we got up to leave the cafe. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I know the story. And as we did, I felt really ill. And we were walking down the cafe steps, which are like metal grated oh. steps, which is fine. Like that's not the problem. But mm-hmm. I felt so ill. So I threw up. Oh, God. On the metal grated steps. And because obviously they're metal, it just kind of like, oh, like, fell God. through. And if there was anyone below us, it would have landed oh, on them. Oh, God. Um, so, oh, my God. So basically, so I, so I threw up a lot on these metal grated steps. And my mum was like, oh, shit. Like, well, <laughs> obviously there's something wrong here. Um, oh, God. And so I, and because of that, then, like, I threw up and then I felt really exhausted from doing that so I was trying to walk down the stairs but I felt so shattered so I was walking down these stairs like really drained and like oh my god got to the bottom threw up again love and we were like well fuck like we need to get home but the only way home is to ski down the mountain (laughs) oh my god and we weren't even in the right resort I mean wasn't there like a you know how when it like when people get really ill they have these like they have ambulance ambulance yeah yeah. but we were like it's not that bad okay like we we don't need that so I was if there was no ambulance and it'd be like yeah ski down or die yeah well (laughs) yeah if you have a broken leg or something literally Um, roll down so um obviously the only way down was to ski so we and we were i was doing skiing this time um so um we were skiing down the mountain i was following my mom and while we were doing it i was feeling really shattered like i felt like i was probably gonna like fall asleep or something like that and i was feeling really (laughs) ill and i was like i can't really control my skis properly because i was feeling so ill and so I was following my mum down the mountain, like really needing to throw up and just lie down and everything as well. We got to the bottom of the, um, of, of this mountain section where they have like all the main lifts um, and like a restaurant that has a toilet in it. And mm. my mum was, so we got down to the bottom. My mum was like, right, come on, like I'll, I'll take you to the toilet. Um, Cause I was feeling really unwell still. So she was like, okay, come with me into the toilet. Yeah. So she took me to the toilet and I literally was kneeling down by the loo throwing up oh, <laughs> into god. the toilet for ages. Oh god. Um and my mom was waiting like outside um outside of the restaurant um or loo or whatever building it was that we were in. Mm. And so um when I was done I <laughs> was extremely drained yeah. and um exhausted and I Obviously, couldn't stand yeah. up properly or walk properly. Um so, that probably made it even worse. Yeah, exactly. Um, because I think all my energy had just been taken out of me by this, whatever this was. So I got up and like I managed to make it out of the restaurant. Then I literally had to fall onto my knees because I couldn't walk anymore. Oh my god! Um, And my mum was literally like, "Fergus, don't be silly." (laughs) And like, (laughs) she was like, she was like, not in an angry way. She was obviously just worried about me, but she was like, "Fergus, don't be silly. Like you're just being overdramatic." And I was like, "I literally can't stand up." Oh my god! Because I had no energy, and I was like, "I can't stand up." And I literally just had to like lie down. In and the we snow. exactly and we knew that there was no way I could ski down the rest of the mountain like this yeah. so we had to call 
pull one of the um like a jet ski um mm. is it a jet ski like um yeah like a, a jet ski thing which they use to come pick people up you know like either yeah. a, you know like the ambulance kind of, yeah if, if there's like an emergency or something so we so we got this um jet ski guy to come and he picked me up and like put me on the back of the jet ski um and i had to basically like hold on to him while we were going down which now looking back at it not the safest option because if i had passed out which i thought i was going to then i would have just fallen off the jet ski good honestly very um, good idea yeah how do they normally do it with people i don't i have no idea I just thought, I think they thought I was fine enough to just like <laughs> hold on. Well, lucky for them, you were. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so we went down on this jet ski, and then my mum was like skiing behind us, following us because there wasn't room for both of us on the jet ski. So my mum was skiing behind us, and eventually we got to the bottom, mm-hmm. and I was put in a taxi, I think, with my mum, okay, and uh, a taxi to take us back to our hotel in the next resort along. Yeah. And as we were in the taxi, I was literally, like, passing out. Like, I thought I was, like, falling asleep, passing out. Like, thought I was going to mm. just be completely knocked out unconscious. Dead. Dead, honestly. <laughs> and I think my mum probably thought that I was about to die. Because she was literally oh. like, no, 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 Fergus, like, keep your eyes open. Oh, and I was, like, trying so hard. But I was, like, I, ugh, I'm so exhausted. Like, I can't keep my eyes open. Yeah. Um... Anyway, we got back to the hotel eventually. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, like, I got taken up to bed. And then I just stayed in bed. Mm. Um, and that's actually when I first found out about Eurovision. <laughs> because no! I, was, so I oh, was ill for the next few days. Did you know what it actually was? No, we never found out what the illness was. But basically, the reason mm-hmm. I was saying this was linked to my family is because um, I think my... I think everyone in my family also caught it slightly. Oh. Um, I don't think I, I wasn't the first one to get it in my family, though. I can't remember who was. Everyone in my family caught it slightly as well, except for Nat. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but I had it worse, for sure, because I think I was in bed for like a week. Did you call a doctor? No, we didn't. Because oh. <laughs> I, I was recovering. It was the first day was the worst. Yeah. And I was recovering. But literally throughout the next week, I was exhausted. I was still throwing up. I had like really bad diarrhea (laughs) and everything and I was like I can't like I can't be skiing in this state yeah so because I was in bed so much of the time I watched loads of the tv in the hotel room Mm. and um one of the things that came up on like the music channel was the song satellite by Lena oh yeah yeah that German girl yeah exactly one time that one year that Germany actually won the Eurovision normally really shit not doing that great last year's not great yeah but that was a good song but yeah yeah does I mean She's got a couple of yeah. other good songs. But yeah, that's... that's um, so that came on TV and I had no idea what Eurovision was at this point. And then I found out later on that that was the winning song that year mm. from Eurovision. Um, so that's how I found out about Eurovision. Mm. Um, and so I was, yeah, in bed for, for I think the next week of the holiday. Mm. Um, God. And I was ill the whole time. Like, I think a few of the nights my mum had to stay in bed with me because like, well, she was worried about me, which oh. was fair because I was quite young. How many hotel rooms do you normally have? Two. So oh. there's normally one for my mum and dad and then one for me and my brothers. Oh, okay. um, Fair enough. But yeah, and it was it was quite horrific and draining. Honestly, I see that. Eventually, I I'm healed. still a bit worried that you didn't call it doctor. Well, no, because like, the thing is, I was fine. I wasn't dying or anything. I mean... <laughs> it was like a sudden bug which happened like that. And I was like... No, you know, fine. you didn't die. Um, Maybe I'm just more paranoid I knew, than I knew you. I was fine. Yeah, um, fair enough. So yeah, that was that one, which was a very horrific event. Sounds pretty scary. Yeah, it the way was that fun. people are just like suddenly so exhausted. Literally, it's it like... suddenly just happened. To be fair, like that really reminds me of what, like in a very subdued version, always happens or like often happens to me on planes, and that's why I said like the pressure. Whenever you like start 
and go up with the plane. I literally had this like quite a while, like quite often that I got suddenly with a snap of a finger, really tired and really drained. And I literally like was not even able to keep my eyes open and was like feeling very uncomfortably like exhausted. Very exhausted, shattered. Literally. Yeah. And that took about like 20 minutes, half an hour. And then I was fine again. Yeah. I think it was just It's a weird, pattern. I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, because I don't get that in planes at all. And I've mm. never had it skiing or snowboarding before. I mean, to be fair, I don't get... Like, last time I went on a plane, I didn't have it anymore. Like, when I came here from Germany to London again, didn't have it. So mm, yeah. maybe it's just gone for now. Every maybe now, my yeah. body has now adjusted. Over it. Yeah, hopefully. It was very annoying, so I hope it doesn't come back. And I hope it doesn't come back for you. Yeah, well, it hasn't since. Yeah, was so... the hotel at least nice that you Oh my God, in? the hotel, which we're going back to this year. Woo! Woo! Um, is an insane hotel called the Bergveld. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing it's wow. the one we used to go to every year but obviously it's super expensive so <laughs> we haven't gone to it every single year four stars five stars like I, the, the the star system is really weird there with the hotels um oh, okay. i think it's kind of like four and a half stars <laughs> it's, it's very that. weird i think it's basically it's one of the best hotels oh, there right. um and like it's amazing it has a swimming pool has a breakfast buffet the rooms are amazing um I'll put some pictures on like Instagram when I go there Please again. Do. I'll be well because I'm going there again this spring. Then Love. yeah, I'll put up some pictures of that. This is maybe a really stupid question, but is the resort that you sent you went to is that the hotel or are there several hotels within the resort? Yeah, there's several hotels in the resort. And the resort is just the place. Like the resort the is just place. like the section of the mountains that you're in, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fair enough. So, yeah, the resort had loads of different really nice-looking hotels, but the Bergvall, I think, is probably the nicest one. Okay. So How do you pick the resorts you go to? Well, normally, me and my dad talk about it a bit, and he'll be like, oh, so... Well, to me and my brothers, um, he'll be like, oh, okay, so which resort or country do you guys want to go to this year? Um, if it's Austria, then um, a lot of the time we go to the same resort because we just love it. Mm. Um, with Italy, then we found Chavinia, went mm. there and then I really wanted to go back there next time we went to Italy because like, I think that's probably my favourite resort I've been to. Okay. Um, so when my dad asked me like which resort we want to go to I was like Chivinia. Okay. Um, and we did go back there again. Um, and then with the other ones normally he, we have like a travel book with all the different oh. resorts and hotels um, and then he'll be like yeah just have a look through here and see which one you okay. think looks nice. Um, and I'll tell him which one I think looks nice. He'll say which one he thinks looks nice and we'll just discuss it and eventually come to an agreement. Yeah. Fair enough. What is actually the difference between them? Because, like, again, I'm very uneducated in this. All I can think of is, like, slopes, mountains, snow. Well, Oof. the only difference is that the slopes are just different. Like, okay. like they're different um, widths and lengths and steepness, um, and they go in different directions. The, all the mountain ranges look completely different. Some okay. of them had, like, woodland areas you can go through. Mm. Um, but, yeah, basically some resorts have more interesting slopes than others. Okay. Fair enough. You know? Or, like, different trails. Okay. That you can follow, which is really cool. There are forest sounds. Really yeah, they're really cool. I have videos. Sounds so like dangerous, but so no, nice. it's not really though. Well, I mean, it is if you just <laughs> zoom past the whole way. But no, I'll I'll show you later some videos that. I what have. if you just go off the slopes? Like, what if you just decide to just ski? Oh, like, you can freestyle? do. Oh, you can do that as well. That's called off piste. Hmm. So like piste slopes are the oh. ones which most people ski down, and they're boarded using. Um, like the the posts that have the different colors according to oh, the yeah, skiing. Yeah, yeah. So just that. for reference, yeah. So like green is easy, 
Uh, blue is slightly harder. Red is hard and then, well, not that hard, but like harder. And then black is the hardest. Yeah. Um, but then any that aren't signposted or anything are off-piste, which some, some people still do because it is quite fun. Um, yeah. And that's normally where you find the different trails through the woods. Yeah. Fair enough. I actually have a fun story as well about a friend who went skiing around about different slopes and different slope colours. So basically it was during a school trip where my friend was still quite young, I think like 14 or 15. We didn't go to the same school. Um, I just met her and like we were friends, so I didn't actually know this until she told me. And they, yeah, like I said, went on a skiing trip with their school, which is quite cool. Um, and she didn't really know how to ski. I think she had done it like a... Oh, actually, no, I think she learned during that trip. She'd never skied before. And that was a trip where you basically had two groups, like beginners who had never done it before and people who had done it before and who could literally yeah. just go on on their own a bit more. And she learned it there. She got on quite well. It was She was doing great. And then I think she wanted to slay down... Uh, slay down. <laughs> just slay down. <laughs> slay down the mountain. Go down. And slope is what I wanted to say. Go down a blue slope, I think. Um, and for some reason, it was very close to a black one. So because she wasn't that good at skiing yet, she accidentally got onto the black one, which was extremely steep. And she picked up a lot of speed going down that super steep slope without being properly taught how to properly ski a very, like, high... Um, like um, not to a high level. High level, thank you, slope. And she came closer and closer to the... I think she missed <laughs> the end of it or something. To the edge. And she literally was skiing towards an abyss, which was like an actual abyss. And I remember my friend literally... I don't... Like I said, I haven't been there. I don't know if she's been dramatizing it. But she told me she literally thought she was going to die then, then because she literally saw the abyss coming up and was like, oh my God, I'm going to die like in one of those films where they literally slay. Why am I skiing slay? <laughs> like ski down an abyss. So what she did, instead of like... Instead of it, dying. Instead of, yeah. <laughs> and instead of stopping properly, because again, I think they did... I think they didn't teach her how to stop yet properly. I think she skipped that lesson or she forgot to go to that lesson. So she didn't know how to stop properly. And what she did was literally just like push one of her legs in front and like literally just turn her whole body like a complete, like not 180, but like 90 degrees. Yeah. Which made her like tumble over and like literally fall over herself. And I think falling over her own leg and whatnot. And she kept tumbling down towards the abyss and eventually stopped because I think she like rammed his ski or something into the like snow where she was falling. And in the process of this, she dislocated her knee and like broke her leg. And then I just remember oh her teacher coming down. And of all the things, the teacher wasn't like, oh my God, are you okay? She was actually angry. And she was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what was that? And my friend was like, what? I'm broken, help. <laughs> like, try, trying not to die, excuse <clears throat> you. Like, thank you for worrying about me. And then I think the teacher was quite angry because she was probably quite worried about her. Um, and then I think my friend, I don't think I actually remember what she said. I think they just took her back and... She stayed in the resort or something or then got back like earlier or something. But yeah, I think she, whatever she injured, she injured herself quite badly, but she didn't die at this day. Which age. is the positive exactly, of which the is situation. The main goal. But I just vividly remember how she told me the story of her pure terror as the abyss was coming closer and closer and she legitimately thought she would die. And I think apparently 
her te- oh yeah because they're really young literally all the other students were like standing by were like oh my god she's gonna die she's <laughs> gonna die as they saw her like ski down that slope and literally the teacher's like oh my god she's gonna die and all the others were yelling at her to stop and she's like i don't know <laughs> i how. can't and everyone was so scared that she died, but she didn't. And I'm still friends with her, and she's still And here. she's still alive today. So cheers to you, babe, if you're listening. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you're not Which dead. Which friend was that again? Uh, Vicky. Vicky. My friend. You haven't met her, yeah. but like, babe, if you're listening again, I'm glad you didn't die. Yes. Where was that that they went skiing? Mm. Like, which country? or? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Um, I, maybe Austria. Saying yeah. it's a, like seeing it's a school trip, they probably didn't go to Italy. They probably went to like a pretty, like, cheaper place. So maybe yeah. just like Austria. I mean, Austria is can be quite expensive. I know, but it's not as far from Germany. It depends it's which like resort and everything, and everything as well. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, so well, yeah. at least she's alive today. Exactly. Which, again, I'm happy about. Yes, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, do continue <sighs> with your stories now. That Great. was just a little... Yeah, no, that was a good little interesting yeah. interjection. Luckily, it didn't happen to me, because, again, yeah. I think I would have just straight up died. Just died. <laughs> Literally. We've all been there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so, the next one I want to talk about... Which, again, a big major one. Mm. Uh, actually, we're going to talk about the thing that happened to my dad. Okay. <laughs> God, I know the story and it is upright terrifying. It is actually insanely yeah. terrifying. Um, oh my God. So, so this happened um, not that long ago, like a few years ago, mm. when me, Callum, who's one of my brothers, and my parents went skiing in Kitzbühel in Austria. Right. Did so Nat the, not come? Nat didn't come because he was meant to be doing a ski season, which he was doing, but then the snow all melted. Yeah. So yeah. he had to come to home. A ski season. What's that? A ski season is when you basically go um, skiing for a few months over the, the ski season period, which oh. is basically from like winter. It's around like winter to the beginning of spring. Oh. And people do it a lot like in their gap year and everything. Oh, so yeah. he went there and taught skiing. Oh, he toured. Oh, because yeah. I was gonna say, do you literally just ski like all day? I mean, some day, people, some people do just do that. Yeah, mm. some people just ski all day. Mm-hmm. Um, Whatever floats your ski. Anyway, yeah. So basically, he was meant to already be in Kitzbühel when we came, but because all the snow melted, there was no jobs for him oh. or his friends who were there as well to do the skiing teaching. Yeah. Um. So he actually had to end up coming home, and because of that, we hadn't booked anything for him to come with us because we didn't realize. He was going to have come home before. I see. So basically, yeah, because the weather was so Aww. hot, all the snow melted. Um, but when we went back, then there was snow again. Right. So, um, yeah, so we went, the four of us, and um, <laughs> it was, I think it was on a misty day that mm. this happened. But basically, my parents were skiing together, and then me and Callum were skiing together, and we were both, um, the two pairs were separate from each other. Right. And... So me and Callum were like, okay, we'll go skiing and we'll meet you at this restaurant in about half an hour or something. So we, me and Callum went off and I did some skiing and then we went to the cafe restaurant place we were meant to be meeting at and mum and dad weren't there yet. Right. We were like, that's fine. Let's just like get a drink or something and just chill for a bit. But then like, I think half an hour passed and they still didn't turn up and we were like, okay, well, are (laughs) are we at the right place? So they just lost... They okay. still didn't come for like ages and ages, and we were like, okay, they must have got lost or something. Do you have cell phone, cell phone reception? You, some places, yeah. Not okay. everywhere, but yeah. Most of it you do actually have quite good cell reception. Yeah. Because okay. um, I've had to call my dad a few times when I've been like on a chairlift and <laughs> be like, Dad. Um, help. Well, not help, but just like, Dad, yeah. I'm here. Uh, Where are you? Okay. Um, yeah, so eventually my mum came through the 
into the restaurant, into the cafe. And we were like, hi. And she looked a little bit stressed. And then <laughs> my dad, bit. and then my dad came in, but like rushed to the bathroom before we could yeah. even say like hi or anything. And we were like, oh, well, like, where's he going? Mm. <laughs> does he not want to see us? <laughs> um, no, he doesn't. And my mom was like, okay, well, <laughs> there was a bit of an accident. <laughs> and so here is what happened. God. Me, my mom and dad had gone skiing um, off together. And my dad... I think my mum was waiting at the top of the slope for my dad. So my dad went down a couple of times, then was meant to meet my mum again at the top. Mm. So my dad went and he was going really fast because he's a really good skier. Mm. So he was going really fast. And then because it was misty, he didn't see that there was a section <gasps> where the snow had basically either melted or it was just extremely sticky oh, or something. God. So he was zooming really quickly. Oh. His skis suddenly hit this patch of snow, which was sticky or just not there like absent snow Mm. and because of that his skis suddenly stopped and he flipped forward out of his skis because they are designed to unclip if you fall yeah so he zoomed forward he was going so fast he unclipped out of his skis as soon as he stopped like flipped forward a few times and then like lay on the floor for a bit landed yeah and he apparently in that moment thought that he was dead is what he said like he thought that he was lying there dead or paralyzed oh god neither of which he was yeah um but when my mom found him because obviously she was like where is he skied down found him he was lying on the floor with blood all over his face like all over his nose like coming out of his nose and everything and obviously looked like a wreck so much so that when they came back to meet us mm. um, at the cafe, my mum was basically like, you, like to my dad, you need to go to the bathroom and wash yourself off first because I can't have the boys see you like this. Oh my God. Because um, he must have just looked so covered in blood and that everything. That it looked like a lot. I know. And the thing is, it probably looked a lot worse than it was because yeah. there was probably like lots of blood when it was probably like just a nosebleed. Yeah. At least that's what we thought. Yeah. Then um, my dad basically had a really stiff neck for like the next the next day, mm. I think. And obviously my mum was a little bit worried about him skiing, being like, oh, like, what if he has a concussion or something from what yeah. just happened? Because his neck was so stiff, they decided to go to a hospital in the resort and get him checked. Yeah. Turns out in that accident, he broke his neck. Oh my God. Um, somehow, That's insane. I know. He, How exactly? Do you know? It, was, it wasn't full on broken, I don't <laughs> think. Obviously, yeah. otherwise he would probably be paralysed. Yeah. Um, which... I'm very surprised that, oh it, you know, that didn't happen. But, like, thank insane. God. Um, my goodness. But, yeah, it was cracked. It was... I can't remember where exactly it was broken. Um, but, anyway, so it turns out it was broken. So my dad oh. had to wear a neck brace for the rest of the trip and couldn't ski for the rest of the trip. Well, and yeah. Okay. Bear in mind, this was the second day. Well, yeah. I mean, no, good no, as in that he well, didn't ski. Oh, yeah, good that he didn't ski, but bad because my dad loves skiing. Yeah. This was the second day of a week-long trip. But, I mean, like, good that he went to the hospital. Yeah, and yeah, he got yeah. it checked. Yeah, because if he had fallen skiing. over again... Exactly. It, pff, who knows what could have happened yeah, let's to his not already broken that. neck. Exactly. Um, so he had to wear a neck brace for the rest of the trip, which was obviously quite sad for him. Um, and, obviously, it was not as fun not having him on the slopes with us. Yeah. Um, but he was fine. He was still okay. in like good spirits and everything, which was no. good. Um, even though he must have been <laughs> very sad. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. So, but so like I said, there. at least you checked him out. Got yeah, him exactly. And there was a lot of added stress from my mom because she had to keep going back and forth to the hospital on the train, oh, and there was some miscommunication. So she thought he had left, and he was actually still there. 
Um, How far was the hospital from you? I don't know, actually. On the train, I think it was something between 30 to a, thirty minutes to an hour. Oh, wow. Or that's something, longer than I, I thought. Yeah. Given that quite a lot can happen on the slopes, I thought it would be quite closer. Yeah, I don't know. Because um, obviously they, they must have ambulance services nearer, but an actual mm. hospital that my dad, the one that my dad went to, because mm. it wasn't an emergency, because it's not like he was like in an urgent thing where it was like he's about to die. Mm. Like he just had a problem, which we didn't realise was obviously broken neck. Um, yeah, nothing. Not so there was, it just added some stress because there was some miscommunication. So my mum was going like mm. back and forth the whole time. Yeah. But yeah, eventually it was fine. That was a few years ago. He's all good now. He okay. kept wearing the neck brace for I can't remember how long. Um, but yeah, so that was just a little thing that happened. Oh just a little thing. I can't believe it actually broke I know. his neck. That is that, I think that's probably the worst accident that's happened to any of us. <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> neck breaking. So, well done, Dad. Oh my you get God. the medal for the worst accident that's ever happened to us on a Big shout out holiday. that he's still okay. Yes, shout out to Ian. Um, yeah, so that was something that happened to my dad, which is... <laughs> It just runs story. in the family, really. It My does. goodness. That's insane. I never heard of someone who actually broke the I know, neck. I know, I know. It was insane. Um, okay, so now I want to tell right. another story, and this time it's about me and Nat, my okay. other brother, my oldest, oldest brother. Yeah. My oldest brother. So this was in Austria again, mm-hmm. and this actually happened again in Hochgurgel, a cursed mm-hmm. resort fast apparently don't go back there then (laughs) no no i love it though um we're probably going to go back there this year as well so (laughs) i mean because we're going to obergargal this year so we can we will be going over but let's see what happens okay um so me and nat towards the end of the skiing day were skiing with my other brother and my dad and uh we decided to split up into pairs Mm. so we were like okay let's meet here at the end of the day like at the lift to go back over to our resort you know like half an hour before the lift shot so, off we went. I met up with Nat at a cafe where we were meant to meet the others, but they never turned up. Mm. So, um, we, we had waited there for half an hour and we were like, okay, well, they're, they're not coming. And, like, the lifts are about to shut, so we need to go. Yeah. Um, so, me and Nat skied down to the, like, where the lifts were to see if my dad and Callum were there. But they weren't. Mm. And we got there too late, so the lift shut. The lift that was meant to take us over to our other resort had already shot because we arrived a bit late. Good that you're telling this because I was going to ask what happens if the lift shuts. Yeah, well, this is what happens. This is what happens. Oh, my God. Okay. Because I was literally just thinking, I was like, so what if you come too late and the lift is shut? Like, are they just going to leave you? You're going to find out exactly what happens. They're not going to leave you, but obviously there must be a few people who've just arrived late and obviously you can't just get everyone home like it's to be fair it's up to them to yeah get there on time but still you can't just leave them and be like yeah i don't care no they can tell you what to do yeah. so basically um they said to us so the lifts were shut and we were like well how are we going to get home yeah um why did they shut so early why they did shut they shut at four, at four? Th- i mean that's not that early because um after that also i think it's because it might get too like dark mm. and everything and they don't want anyone having accidents and yeah, it gets, like, really cold and everything. And then it gives people time to go back and do, like, the apres ski, oh. which is when you go to, like, the bars after skiing and everything, oh, which okay. open from that time. So it all basically, like, flows together. Can you um, ski in the dark? Are they you like can do night skiing. Like... You can do oh. night skiing, which... That's um, so cool. They so don't do, they don't so do cool. it every night or anything. They only do it when there's, like, an event going on, which you can go watch, mm. and then you ski back down the mountain at the end, and it is really fun. It's not dangerous because they light up the slopes. Okay. But it's really cool because instead of, obviously, having a bright sky, the sky's completely dark. Yeah. Um, that sounds so nice. But, yeah, it's it's really fun. Oh, my God. So I want to do that again, hopefully, this year. Okay. Go on. Sorry. Yeah. So, um... 
Uh, we, so me and Nat were like, right, we need to ski down to the very bottom of this resort and then get the bus to our resort, oh, okay. which was, bear in mind, like a few miles walk. Oh, wow. So if okay. it was on, so on a bus, it probably wouldn't have taken that long. Yeah. Um, so we would ski down to the bottom of the mountain and we tried to find the bus. The only bus that came was one that was going in the opposite direction to where Love. we needed to go. So we were like, well, we can't get on there. Yeah. Okay. There was no other way to get back, like no taxis or anything. Love. So what we did was take off our skis and our poles and decided to walk back to our resort, mm. which, bear in mind, it was quite late at this point. It must have been nearing on five o'clock, so it was starting to get dark and cold, and the walk was a few miles. Love and that. we were carrying our skis, which are really heavy, yeah. like if you're walking for that long. So we got all our stuff together and started walking back along the road to our resort. This was taking us a long time. I think, I can't remember how long we were walking for. We were walking for ages and I got so tired of it because we were quite young still at this point. And I got so tired eventually that I had to ask Nat to carry my skis as well, which he did. So shout out to Nat for carrying my skis, which must have been so heavy. Um, And then we carried on walking for like ages, like hours, I think. And... Yeah, no, literally. Oh my uh, god, really? Uh, yeah, because it's a long walk. I thought it was just, just like one hour. Was it actually longer? No, it took longer than that. It must have taken like one to two hours, I oh think. Oh my goodness. I think we were walking for. Um, for fuck's sake. So we were walking like this. And obviously at this point we were like, oh, like I wonder what happened to dad and Callum and like what's going on with my mom. Like I wonder where she is at the moment. <laughs> and eventually we got basically back to the resort and saw a taxi and saw my dad get out of the taxi because yeah. he saw us like run over to us and was like oh right guys come on like like get in the taxi yeah so we put all our stuff and got in the taxi and we're like right dad we have just been walking for like the past two hours from the other resort what happened yeah and what happened was uh dad and callum had accidentally skied down too far past the cafe that we were meant to meet mm. at and then the lift shut so they couldn't come back up So they had carried on down and I think must have got like a taxi or a bus back to the resort, to the hotel, without me and Nat. Yeah. And bear in mind, because we were still young at this point, they got back to the hotel without us. And my mum was at the hotel. And they, basically my mum was like, like, where are Fergus and Nat? Where am I? Like, where are they? Why are they still in the mountains (laughs) without you? And my dad and Callum had to explain to her that they had obviously accidentally skied past us and couldn't go back up um, because the ski lifts had all shut and everything. And so my mum, according to my dad, was literally, and according to my mum as well, was literally like, right, you need to go back to the resort and you cannot come back unless you're with my children. (laughs) So my mum was literally, you have to go and if you come back without them, well, you're not going to come back. Fair on her, actually. Yeah, fair on her. She was obviously like, I, w- I want them back. Especially because she- we were quite young. Yeah, exactly. I think, I can't remember how young exactly, but like, I must have been around like 10 or 11. I oh, think God. Nat was 13, 14, maybe one year older, but okay. it was around that age. So yeah, quite young. Um, and then, um, so my mom decided to stay in the hotel in case we came back there. Mm. And my dad came to the, to the taxi to try and find us. And then we got back to the hotel and... We went in and then my mum opened the door and she was crying because obviously she was really worried that something had happened to us, but we were fine. And I remembered like trying to, I didn't really get that she was obviously in a cry. Like I did get that she was like sad and worried and everything, but I was being a bit 
attention seeking. So <laughs> I was like trying to impress no. her and I was like, yeah, we walked all the way back here ourselves. Oh God. And I mean, I, you probably were too young too. I, I think she just didn't really, well, no, she did care, but I don't think she, I think she was like, yeah, okay. Oh, <laughs> That's God. not the important thing right now. Um, so yeah, we all made it back fine and it was absolutely fine. Okay. But that is also an event which has drilled itself into all of our minds just because my mum was so worried it was a long tiring thing for me and Nat to be doing and yeah Yeah. it was it was an event let's say fair enough yeah so that was that story honestly fair enough on your mum for being that upset because especially I didn't know you were just like 10 or 11 yeah we were we were young like that is yeah missing those like children at that age in the middle of the like when it was getting dark in the middle of the mountains yeah and actually my parents were are both convinced now whenever we talk about it now they're both like i swear you getting really ill at the top of the mountain and you and that walking back was in the same year like on the same holiday but i don't think it was well it must when did you get ill you i get can't ill? i can't actually remember the exact year yeah. for each for no, i mean like them. at the very beginning of the trip at the be- um because like you must midway have, oh okay yeah because you must have had that thing with the nat happen yeah. before you got yeah. there, sorry. No, I think that... I don't think it was the same year, because that would be a very unlucky holiday. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> um, But my parents are both convinced, I think, that it was in the same year. Oh I don't God. think it was. That's terrifying. It's also... I mean, like you said, it's... They have to organise it, so, like, one way or another. But it is quite shit that you said at some point, they just shut, and you can't back, get back up again. Yeah, yeah. Then they d- do have buses, though, like, if you ski down to the bottom. But otherwise, if it's really an emergency, they're obviously not going to leave people well, completely trapped and everything. Is they perhaps have No. Um, yeah. But you'd just probably have to get quite an expensive taxi home or something. Yeah. I mean, better than leaving them on the slopes. Yeah. My God. Right. So, now I have two more stories. Okay. Um, me. Okay, so one of them's like a little mini short incident okay. <laughs> that happened to me. The other one is another thing that happened to me and Nat. Okay, so the first, I'm going to tell the little mini short one because it's a bit more lighthearted and less intense than okay. some of the other ones. So, um, I think this was the first year that I tried snowboarding, so a few years ago, and we were in Italy. Mm. And um, we basically what I've learned from this and is that I cannot use a drag lift with a snowboard. Okay. okay. Because I cannot balance like with skis. It's easy to use a drag Mm -hmm. lift. But with snowboard, you've got to keep your balance on the snowboard. And if you accidentally tip it too long, it will get caught on the snow and then you'll just fall over. How high does the lift go at the highest point? Well, you're I mean, you're not ever high off the ground. Oh, you're you're still on the ground being dragged up the snow. Oh, but it's normally up a long, steep mountain. I love that. Yeah. So yeah. what happened was we were all you had we were at, in a part of the resort where you had to go on this drag lift to yeah. get to our hotel. Yeah. So you there's no other way. You have to go up this really long, really long drag lift on a really steep hill. Love. Yeah. And so you can see where this is going. Yeah. Um so all of my family went before me because I um yeah, I was just like everyone everyone else go first. And because this was obviously my first year snowboarding, I, I was good at snowboarding, but I wasn't an expert yeah. or anything. And on the drag lifts I still found it like a little bit wobbly. Mm. So I got on the drag lift, it was all going well. I did feel a little bit like cautious because it kept yeah. like wobbling. Yeah. But I was like, it's fine, I'll if I just stay like this, I might wobble a bit, but I'll be fine. Yeah. And so we got like halfway up and I started to get slightly more anxious because I was wobbling a bit too much and we got quite near the top and bear in mind everyone has their own individual drag lift so Mm. I was on my own on this drag lift and we got very near the top on a very steep part of the hill Mm. when I wobbled just a little bit too much 
and fell off my drag oh my lift. God. So the fall itself, not a problem. Oh, because you, you literally just end up falling um, like onto the snow. You don't fall up, like you don't fall from a height or anything. You just yeah. fall. And that bit wasn't the annoying bit. What was the trying bit yeah. was the fact that there was still half of this massive, long, steep hill to go. Yeah. And I didn't trust myself to snowboard back down to the bottom of the drag lift and try going up again because I was like, I'm just going to fall off the drag lift again. Yeah. So I took my snowboard off yeah. and went onto the slope and decided to walk up the rest of the hill. Now, uh, I'm just grateful that I had a snowboard and not skis yeah. when I did this because it's quite easy to carry a snowboard and then okay. not that heavy. But the snow was extremely deep and, like, mushy. So my boots basically kept getting stuck in the snow. Yeah. Which made the whole journey so much more difficult because I had to yeah. keep lifting my legs. It was a lot of extra energy to be using. Yeah. And it was really steep and there was a long way to go. So I kept walking up like this. I got super out of breath and had to stop every now and then and kept nearly accidentally sliding down the slope oh as God. well. Eventually, after it took a long time, I can't remember how long, like maybe half an hour of walking up a <laughs> massive hill, which is so long to be doing this. Yeah. And I got to the top eventually and my family had all seen me walking up and I was just like, why? Oh and they all God. knew what had happened and everything. Yeah. Eventually I got up and I was so exhausted. So I got up and then was on the flat bit again and just like flopped onto the floor and was like <laughs> right I'm just gonna stay here now for like 10 minutes because I was at the point where I'd used so much energy I was so out of breath that I was nauseous and I was like <laughs> I, I, I was like I need to just stop for a second and relax yeah. and all my family were like that's fair you have you always have all this shit happen to you so you just take your time because oh yeah I feel like my family also think it's a joke that all of this stuff happens to me you were just deemed to, like you were just I, meant to make this podcast with me uh, yeah exactly really it's all happening for the podcast yeah could you not just get back on the drag lift like midway through no you can't because Why? once when you sit on a drag lift then basically the string stretches down so that you can yeah. sit on it if you let go it flings back up too high to reach oh. so you can't what? reach it that's not really practical, is it? They could I mean, do... it is. You have to, like, see it and go on it to actually realise. But they could design it in a way because they must expect people from, like, falling off with their snowboards. Mm, I mean, it, it does depend. It depends, like, where the drag lifts are and everything. They have to do it in a way where it's not going to interrupt any yeah. of the flow of skiers because you can, like, ski through drag lifts. Oh, okay. um, Fair enough. So, obviously, they don't want any skiers to accidentally, like, hit the drag oh. lifts and everything. Like I said, this just makes skiing very attractive to yeah. me, like... I mean, it's still very fun. It's a good, yeah. makes some good stories. Yeah, seeing that I have no talent whatsoever when it comes to sports, maybe I shouldn't try that, you know? Yes, maybe. <laughs> maybe try I mean, something less dangerous like golf or something. Do just dry slope skiing. What is that? Where you ski, like you can practice skiing on a man-made slope, which is basically made out of uh, plastic bristles. Mm. Um, and it's kind of similar. It's basically meant to be like a similar but dry version that you can do all year round to oh. practice it's not as good it's not as fun i see the only thing that i've ever seen i remember when like driving back from holiday would not is passing this like interior maybe it's kind of this like man-made skiing thing where you have like a massive set of slopes indoors and yeah it's like an indoor some of them ski. are some of them are indoors some of them are outdoors i think skiing on snow is actually easier than okay. dry slope like okay. yeah um so i would just go go for go for the snow no i'd probably just go golfing it's a bit less <laughs> <laughs> a bit less intense literally 
and I just call if I hit someone. Although I can literally see myself trying to hit the ball and just like like losing the the copy like yes ah! and hit someone literally ball incoming and just <laughs> throw your whole club at someone and then they lose an eye literally at least I don't lose an eye yeah. anyway iPhone eye go on and I. <laughs> Exactly. And isn't that just what this is all about? Exactly. Okay, I have one more story. Okay. The most recent. This one you told me in New York, and I found it so ridiculous and so fucking funny. Yeah, because when me and Marie went to New York, this was just after I'd come back from a skiing holiday. So this was a fresh story, which happened um, nearly a year ago now. It was last April when I last went skiing. I wonder what's going to happen this year. I know. Um, (laughs) Oh my God. We're going to do an updated version of this when something happens. Oh yeah, we should actually. It will be skiing part two or snowboarding so i'm gonna go snowboarding this year again um okay so in the hotel we were staying in i think this time it was me nat and my parents callum wasn't here this time because his uni term dates didn't line up with the holiday which Mm -hmm. was a bit annoying um so it was me and nat who's one of my brothers and my parents Mm. we were staying at this really nice hotel that had a really nice bar and one night they were doing a pub quiz in their in their hotel pub. And I, I was like, oh my God, let's go. Like, let's do it. Because, you know, I just love doing quizzes and then like winning prizes. And I love winning. <laughs> yeah, you I love do. getting all the questions right, basically. To be fair, I do too. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. And so I was like, yes, let's do this pub quiz. Nat was like, yes. Mum was like, yes. Dad was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> because my Why? dad doesn't really like doing any of the typical like set tourist things. Oh, fair which enough. is fair enough. Like, yeah, as in, obviously fair. skiing is kind of a touristy thing to do, but he do, he like that's as far as it goes. Like okay. he he doesn't like to do any kind of set tours or anything, which is fair because same. I agree with him on that. Honestly, fair. Same with the tours and stuff. I prefer. I don't really like doing with the pub quiz. I was like, I just love a pub quiz, so mm. let's do it. Eventually, we convinced my dad to do it as well because I knew he would. Okay. As long as me and Nat and Mum wanted to do it, I'm sure he would. And, and he he's did. very no- no- knowledgeable. Knowledgeable, oh exactly. God. Um, we all have different like knowledge strengths in my family as well, so we made Perfect. a good team. Yeah. Um, so we were up against I think two other families that were that were there, mm. um, and we didn't win. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Oh. <laughs> this wasn't like the incident, but I'm still annoyed about this. We one of the challenges, a bonus challenge, was we had to pick one member from each team to go up and basically behind your back have to make a tin foil model of a giraffe. Okay. Okay. So I was picked because I really wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they gave us, I can't remember how long the time limit was, like 30 seconds or one minute or something like that to basically like twist the tinfoil behind your back and try and make it into a giraffe. Yeah. Um, so I was like, right, giraffe, the, what's the most well-known thing about a giraffe? It's long neck. Yeah. So I made 100% sure first thing I did was make sure I have a long neck. So I did that and then I just made the rest of it into like a ball, which was kind of like a body. And I brought it out at the end and I was like, oh, this is the winner. This is, this is the best. But no, I didn't win. Instead, they gave the prize to this (laughs) mid early teen boy who I think they just felt sorry for him, who basically had a ball of foil with a bit of rip in it that was like the head. (laughs) And I was like, well, where's the long neck? Oh my God. I, I was the only one that made a long neck. Why did they like? How, why did they say he won? He must. I don't know. They must have given some reason for picking. I him. can't remember. They just were like, ha ha, yeah, this is the one, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, how pathetic. Anyway, I thought, <laughs> I I was annoyed because I was like, I'm the only one that did a long neck, which is literally yeah. the biggest thing about a giraffe. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe he just took care of all the poor giraffes without long necks. 
Maybe. Oh, those poor giraffes, yeah. Um, let's not forget about them. Um, anyway, yeah, so I didn't win that round. And because of that, we didn't actually win the whole quiz. It was quite tight in the end. And yeah. the winning thing came from the fact that they won that mini challenge. Oh, okay. So screw them. And screw them again. Because um, what happened was, in the end, one of the families like, left at the end of the pub quiz. And then the family that did win, they won a bottle of champagne. Yeah. And they offered to share it with us. And oh. I was like... That's yeah. quite nice. Yeah, I was like, yeah, let's do that. Like, I love some champagne. My parents were quite tired, so they were like, we're going to go to bed. And me and Nat were like, cool, we'll stay down here for a bit, have some champagne. And that um, family was parents and one child, or...? So that, that family was... I think it was two families together. So it was a man... It was, it was two par- So two sets of parents. Yeah. One of them had two kids that were yeah. there. And then one of them had two kids that were quite young, so they were in bed. So how old were the kids that were there? Like... I, one of them was just go, was in college okay. and was about to go to uni. So not that much younger. So not like else. young, young, yeah. Okay. And then they had a daughter as well who I think was a bit younger. Okay. Um, who were perfectly nice. Like I really liked talking to their son. He was really nice and like chill. Hmm. Um, but basically, we were talking about um, like family holidays and everything. And one of the mums from the from one of the sets of parents, um, was asking us. Um, Something like, oh yeah, like do you, like do you, are you gonna go out tonight? Like are you gonna go out to a bar or like clubbing or something? And I was like, ah, yeah. oh, no, not tonight. Like I'm quite tired. I could probably go out on the last night. That's what we normally do. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, like it's quite weird that you're not going out every night at your age. <laughs> and I kind of at oh first thought God. this was a bit of a joke, but she was being serious, oh and she God, was like, she was that. like, I find it quite weird that you're oh. not going out every night when you're on holiday. And I was like, <laughs> she should have met me, really. Yeah. Um. And then we were like, oh, no, 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 like, we, we really like to come as a family and, like, spend time with our parents. And then on the last night, then we normally go out. But other than that, we like to quite, we quite like to spend time with our parents and everything. And then this woman was like, okay, I do find it quite weird that you still come on holiday with your parents. Oh, my God. And, I don't, um... I don't know if her son was literally not that much younger than you. Yeah, I know. Literally, oh, like, my God. Um, oh, no, her son, her children were young. Okay. The family they were with had the slightly older son. But anyway, still... Um, they were like, yeah, I find it really weird that you are spending time with your oh family, God. like with your parents. And she literally said this. And I thought this was a joke. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, why, like, why do you think that? Yeah. And she was like, oh, I just find it really weird. And Nat was like whispering to me, like, Fergus, just leave it. And I was like, no, no, yeah. no, no. I want to know why you think it's weird that we like to spend time with our family. Oh my God, that's, <laughs> why would someone, why would a mother I don't, say that? I, I don't know. That's a mother so of all people. weird. Um... Maybe and her children just hate her. And well, she was being... literally, I was like, you must have a shit relationship with your kids. Yeah. Sorry, but, you know. <laughs> literally. Um, and and then they were like, um, they said, she said something like, uh, oh, no, we were like, yeah, we love, we like, we love our parents. That's why we love spending Aww. time with them. And then she was like, um, you only love them because they pay for you to come oh on this holiday. Oh, my God, that is... Oh. And God. me and Nat, well, I, I was literally like, it. no, that's not why. And then I was like, why do you find it weird? And Nat did keep whispering to me like, no, just leave it. But I was like, no, no, no. Like this, yeah. I'm not going to let this woman, whatever she is, yeah. talk to us like this. Yeah. So I was like, no, like, why do you think this is a problem? And she kept like saying stuff and she was like, oh, like, this is what I think. And I was like, okay, well, this is what I think. And then she was like, mm. what did she say? think? I can't actually remember now, but she was basically saying she thinks it's weird for kids... <laughs> For people our age to apparently spend time with our parents I or go some, on holiday with our I parents. I have friends who literally still live with their parents. Yeah, exactly. We're not that old, weird. even. Yeah. And, like, even if I was, like, I would still go on holiday with my family when I'm older. Like, literally. Why not? That is not that weird. Like, yeah. like I said, we weren't, like, we're not even that old. Exactly. Um, oh, my God. And, uh, and then 
uh, I said something, I can't remember what I did say, but she, we just, we kept disagreeing oh basically. And then I was like, right, we're just going to have to agree to disagree. And she was like, okay. Um, so then that. we stopped talking about it. Yeah. And then it was so funny because this woman who literally had nothing about her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> later on, we were talking about like the, the boy, the, the son who was um, in college, who, we were talking about like doing his maths or something. Um, like he was doing his maths exam. Um, oh. We were just talking about that. And then the mum like chimed in going, oh, you don't need maths. Like, oh I, my God, you, are you joking? She was like, she was like, oh, like I didn't, oh my God, this was the, this was the funny thing that me and Nat were trying not to like piss ourselves laughing. The pinnacle. The pinnacle. Because she was like, yeah, like I um, didn't do maths or anything like that. And then the guy opposite her was like, yeah, you didn't do maths. And like, look at you now. Like here you are like drinking champagne. And me and Nat, <laughs> Me and Nat were literally like, <laughs> I had to tell this to Nat later, I couldn't say it at the table, oh, but me God. and Nat were literally like, I don't get, what is he saying? What does he mean by, oh, look oh. at you, and look at you now. She's literally sipping some cham- free champagne she won from a pub quiz in a, in a, in a hotel, resort. in a ski resort, not doing much with her life other than that. Literally. And I was literally like to Nat, like, oh I don't God. get it. And it's I was like, so this kind of person, she's just going nowhere and being no one. Honestly, a mother shouldn't say you don't need math. I mean, I didn't do well at math. I was always an art, artsy person, but I would never say that math is, like, unimportant. Yeah. Or, like, if you shouldn't care about it. I mean, if you're good at math, then woohoo to you. And honestly, you're doing better than me. So I envy you. And yeah. I, like... Honestly, I admire you, and, and I'd love to be you. Yeah, exactly. And just to make it clear, like, I think it's great that, um, that you can go, like, skiing and, like, have a nice time with your family and everything. Like, that's amazing. But this guy was implying that she's basically done the best things with her life, and from what I heard, she hadn't really done anything. What was her job? Do you remember? Like, no. I don't think she probably even had a job. Oh, my God. Like, she, she seemed to rely on her husband a lot, who didn't even seem that interested in love her. Love <laughs> so, Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and so we had that and I was so frustrated and when we went back up and I was like, nah, I can't fucking deal with those kinds of people. She's just such, she, I just can't be bothered with that kind of person. Can I just say, she should have probably met me because I'm 21 and I fucking hate clubbing and I hate going out. I think I've said this before. Fight me, kill me, hate me. Honestly, that would be fun for all three of us to have a chat. Yeah. You know? Honestly, I would try and tell her, like, if you have a problem with this lady... I don't like going to clubs because what you do is you get really drunk. Otherwise, you can't stand it. It's really loud. It's really sweaty. There's not great air. People keep touching your private areas, which thank you, but no thank you. People keep touching you in general. I don't need that. I can just sit at home, watch a film or go to a bar with my friends. I don't need clubbing. And if you think that's weird or wrong, then we'll be my guest and go clubbing yourself. Yeah. Like. And we just love talking about her because she's such an icon because she's just such a loser. That's basically the conclusion that we came to and that her relationship with her kids probably won't ever be that great. I honestly find it so pathetic when people don't admit that not everyone likes clubbing because, like, if you like clubbing, then great, then do it. But don't be so boring that you think everyone needs to like clubbing. Exactly. And if you don't like it, well, then great as well. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. It's It's really not that deep. It's literally just a free time activity. Yeah. And it's not even that I don't like it. It's the fact that I wasn't going out every day. Literally. (laughs) My God, you're not even like me. You literally go out clubbing now and then. Yeah, exactly. I do go out clubbing every now and then. But what I found was this lady thought it was so weird that we were not going out clubbing every day. So, lady, if you're listening, please give me a call because I want to talk to you about, with you about clubbing. Yes. Like, I really want to have a chat with you, so call me. So, call us. Okay, <laughs> thanks. We kind of love you. It's a love-hate relationship. Yeah. Because we love how weird and If you can't find my number, like, shoot me a message on our email that we'll name at the end. Yes, exactly. 
Exactly. Okay, that was my final story for now. Wow. Yeah. Whoa, that was a great pinnacle. I just love that story so much because I just honestly love ranting about stupid people. Oh my god, it's so fun. I feel <laughs> like she provided people. entertainment because we were like, yeah. lol, she's so wrong. What did she even look like? Like, give me a picture that uh, I can have in mind. So she was like quite short, a little bit on the chubby side. Yeah. And um, she had glasses, she had shoulder length hair, kind of greyish. Um, so she sounds a bit boring. So quite boring, yeah. Yeah. There is one other thing I would just like to add on that me and Nat did find really funny. Oh, okay. The other mum that was there as well, who looked a little bit sunburnt. Yeah. Uh, something that she said, which is a quote that me and Nat love. Yeah. And we love because, so when we go on our skiing holiday and we think this about everyone else, you should be skiing. Yeah. For, or okay. snowboarding. You know, you should be on the slopes for most of it. That's the point. That's yeah. why you've come to the mountains. This lady was like, oh yeah. So today I like woke up at 12, um, skied like for an hour then went on the sunbed for an hour and that was my day <laughs> and me and Nat were like oh, oh my god. god why are you laughing about that that's the most tragic thing I've ever heard oh my you god you come on a skiing holiday and ski for an hour oh my god like what is oh it's just such a waste of time and me and Nat were just laughing because she was like acting like <laughs> it's so funny and we were like it's not it's tragic honestly they sound like fun yeah she was actually nice though okay. at least she was nice but I was like please stop wasting your time here oh on a God. sunbed love that so now <sighs> do you want to give us some recommendations yes okay so the one place in particular um I can recommend. So, as a hotel in yeah. Austria, if you have enough money, go to the Bergwelt. <laughs> okay. Because that's the hotel we normally stay in, which we're also staying in again this year. And it's an amazing hotel. It's really nice. This year, I'm going to be going around a bit more of, like, the pubs and bars. Because when we mm. went before, I was still too young. Okay. Um, so, I don't have any pub and bar recommendations. Okay. But, yes. So, I would say the hotel, the Bergwelt. A cafe on the slopes, which we always pronounced it like this. Maybe it's wrong. It's called the Nader Hut. So this cafe was quite near the bottom of the slopes um, when you get to the hotels. Um, and basically it's, it's kind of like a cafe restaurant. They do some really nice food. Something I used to get there a lot when I was younger was this meal called a night rider, mm -hmm. which was basically like a big Wiener schnitzel Aww. with chips. And then they give you a lollipop. Oh, that's a bit <laughs> like like as a pudding, like to have afterwards or whatever. Oh, um, which I, I always got it because of the lollipop. Oh, because I was young and I was like, oh, I love the little extra lolly. Love that. Um, that yeah. reminds me, I used to have um schnitzel with spaghetti and tomato sauce, which I know it sounds good though. It is a weird combination. It's so good. It's literally. It does sound good actually. Amazing. If you do it well, it's so good because it's kind of like almost like meatballs with yeah. spaghetti. You know. Yeah. Just the meat prepared. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. And we love meatballs. Literally. So. Right, go on. Um, so that's what I would say for Austria. Right. And then for Italy, um, the hotel, one of the hotels we stayed in was called the Excelsior, Hotel Ooh. Excelsior, which sounds quite fancy. It was nice. It wasn't like super fancy, but it was quite yeah. nice. And that was a nice hotel. The only thing is, I would warn you that we all thought, was that the restaurant in the hotel... Mm. They would whip away your plates really quickly, <laughs> even if you weren't finished. Why? I don't like know, because sometimes they would think you're finished yeah. just because you've put your cutlery... Like, not even if you've put your cutlery in the right way, but, like, sometimes I think they'll assume you're finished if you haven't eaten anymore for, like, five minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they'd, like, whip it away really quickly, which is efficient, but also it's a bit like, let me finish. Oh, my God. I yeah. would have a big problem with that because I'm not a really fast eater. Mm. No, they wouldn't do it if you were, like, mid... If you had your knife and fork in hand. Yeah, I know. I would literally just keep my knife and fork like there waiting yeah. and be like, no, yeah. no, no. 
Um, so oh that, that was one of the hotels we stayed at. Right. We went to this club, which um, is called Sound. Um, <laughs> it used to be called something else, but now it's called Sound since cool. the last time I was there. Efficient name. Yeah. Have I been clubbing a lot? I went, yeah, we went in Italy clubbing quite a lot. Okay. Um, they also do like lots of pub crawls there. So like there's pubs all around the resort Chavinia where we stayed. Um, so all of the bars and pubs there I would recommend because they're good. But yeah, the club is called Sound. Um, and they're not very strict with ID. So if you're <laughs> underage, I got in there when I was like 15. <laughs> so I mean that. like 15 or 16 and you, yeah. you have to be 18. So it's quite easy to get in. Okay. The drinks Fair weren't enough. that expensive. It was good music, really good music. How did you even go clubbing if you started skiing at nine the other day? Oh, no, that was the last night. Oh, this okay. was our last night. Uh, so then me and Nat the next day were really hung over on the journey enough, back, right. and it was an iconic moment. Oh. Um, yeah, so that's really fun. Um, so, yeah, those were the main recommendations I can remember for you. Well, amazing. That was a cute little winter story. And honestly, even with all the accidents, you kind of still put me in the mood for trying it out. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like... Try snowboarding. If you're... I Isn't may, it harder to pick it up? No, skiing is harder, apparently. Oh, yeah, oh, and okay. also I know from my personal experience that snowboarding right at the very beginning was a little bit tricky, but then once you... I literally got the hang of it after a couple of days. Okay. So it's snowboarding's easier to pick up. But to be fair, like, bear in mind, you were, be- you were already... Like, you could already ski. Yeah, that's true, but they're quite very different. Okay. Like, you don't have poles when you snowboard. Your feet are attached to one thing. But at least you're not completely... At yeah, least yeah exactly. But yeah, I find snowboarding really fun. Like, I find it very satisfying turning on a snowboard and, like, spinning around. Fair enough. So, yeah. Honestly, just not to risk anything, maybe I should... I would probably just go on a normal winter holiday to the mountains where I just stay in the hotel or walk around. Like, no skiing. Just no But, like, explore taken. the mountains yeah, and stuff anyway. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh, maybe I should... Oh, I would get a horse, because I can horseback... Like, I can ride Not a horse. in the snow? Yeah, like... I mean, I... I don't ever see that. Well, if you're a cool person, then you can do it. I wanted to say, you can also get a sleigh that is drawn Yeah, do horses. a sleigh. Do um tobogganing. Uh-huh. That's basically where, like, you can do it with anything. You can do it with big sleds or, like, small sleds. Like, literally, you can use... Like, it's almost like a small spade where yeah. basically you sit on it and then you just slide down the hill oh i love that yeah. oh oh my god you know what i'd love to do like a husky drawn sleigh. yes yes oh my god that I'd would be this. really cool or like i said i would ride a horse if the snow wasn't too bad yes that would be amazing yes that would be amazing i love horses and i love dogs yeah. so maybe just so let's that. do that exactly so yeah that was a cute little yeah. winter story for you i hope that some of you who listen have like snow wherever you live obviously yeah. we don't in london still love london but we don't have snow yeah exactly so also, I did. Oh, sorry. one little warning, if you haven't ever been skiing or snowboarding, look out for piste bashers, which are like these massive vehicles which come and bash the piece to make it flat again. Oh, love. They so make beeping noises there. so that you're aware that they're there. <laughs> look out, you could die. So, yeah. Love that, especially in the mist. Yeah, but luckily they do have the noise and like, I think they have a flashing light oh. so you can see it. Okay. But yeah, as soon as they get near-ish to you, then you'll be like, oh yeah, ski the other way. Or not, if you're not skiing. Or not, if you don't want to. Right. Speaking of snow, I had a lot of snow in the destination where we are going to take you next week. <laughs> next week. Exactly. Because next week I'm talking about, well, it wasn't actually necessarily a holiday, so to speak. But I really want to talk about it because it happened in winter. It's still a bit wintry. And I love that story. It is about me going on a semester abroad in Toronto because I did that last year Ooh, in uni. Canada. And, oh my God, it was so much fun i met the most amazing people there to anyone who's listening i love you so much and i miss you and i can't wait to tell more about 
how I met you and like the story. It was honestly so much fun, but quite a lot went wrong in the beginning. God, honestly, the beginning was just a horror story. And <clears throat> probably a reason why it etched itself into my memory so much because was because the beginning was so awful that I genuinely didn't want to go. And I was like, there's no way that this is going to turn around and be like make up for what happened at the beginning. And it did times 10. Literally, I never expected to have such an amazing time there and to love it as much as I did. So, yeah, look forward to that. Yes, I can't wait to hear more about that as well. Exactly. For now, let's give you some ways to reach us. Yes, let's. Okay. Let's start with the Insta. First of all. Okay, so my Instagram name is ferg underscore steel, which is spelt F-E-R-G underscore S-T double E. L-E. Sorry, I get easily distracted. Love that. I know you do. My Instagram handle, as always, as you probably know and love, is a lot harder and a lot longer. And I'm not, I won't bore you with spelling it out. I would just say it is that tattooed B-witch. Because I'm, I'm cool and I'm individual and I want to... She's say, different. Exactly. Who is she? She's different. And yeah, that's why I picked. But you can also reach us on our official email address, which is travelingxpodcast at gmail.com. Which is spelt like this. T-R-A-V-E-L-L-I-N-G-E-G-G-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Exactly. I actually didn't say anything. I didn't brief because I didn't want to... Distract, distract me i was so know. worried i was going to spell that wrong also just to say as well with marie's instagram as usual because her name is kind of long and you might yeah. not know how to spell it or the little full stops in it just look on my instagram and you will find her exactly i'm there if you lot. look back there's a selfie of us from new york and also from other places. And other places, but yeah. Exactly. I creep in there quite a lot. Little I like creeper. it. I like it in there. So yeah, please send us all on that email address, all your stories, mishaves, any... If you just want to say hi, you can yep. also just shoot us a message and be like, hi. You'll just tell me. us how much you like us. Exactly. Um, give us recommendations, suggestions, really anything. And any of your own disaster story. Exactly. Love that. Exactly. So I think that's it for this week. It is it for this week. So stay funky, stay eggy. Stay cool. Try out the dishes we recommend. Stay scrambled, fried, poached. Exactly, and we'll see you again. Not see you. next. Until next week. And next week, you'll hear us. Exactly. Bye. Bye. Bye.